RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Hong Kong reports more than 100 COVID cases again, and there are warnings that the Delta variant is spreading. Calls for fresh pandemic handouts for cleaners and security guards get a positive reception from the chief executive. And the police chief says disclaimers will not protect the media from liability if their articles break the law. Health officials have reported 120 new COVID-19 infections, including 86 local cases, 11 of which don't have a known source. Officials say most of the cases are linked to a cluster on the Kwaichung estate. The others include four pupils at a COVID-hit Changkwanel school and two staff at a restaurant in Admiralty. There are more than 70 preliminary positive cases. Dr. Chuan Chukwan of the Center for Health Protection says the Delta variant is spreading in several districts. We have quite a number of unlinked cases in the community, so we, we cannot estimate how many um, undiagnosed or un, un, undetected cases in the community are due to Delta. I can only tell you what we observe uh, among those confirmed cases. Some of them are um, uh, working or living in Choi uh, Wan or Chambolao uh, or um, in the uh, Houyun and and those places we observe there are Delta and also Wang Daixin. Officials have ordered overnight lockdowns and testing operations at blocks in Tongchung and Kwaichung tonight after residents tested prelim- preliminary positive for a mutant strain of COVID-19. They hope to complete their work at Tower 16 of Crystal Cove, Caribbean Coast and Fu Wing House and Fu Wa House on the Tai Warhao Estate by 7 in the morning. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, has backed the idea of providing a subsidy to frontline cleaners and security guards for their work during the pandemic. In a Facebook post, she said some 200,000 guards and cleaners had taken on a heavy workload during the two-year pandemic, despite the risk of contracting COVID-19. The CE said it would be reasonable to give them more cash in light of the Omicron wave. Earlier, the DAB lawmaker Holden Chow suggested a $1,000 subsidy. In the past, the government has already provided $1,000 subsidy for cleaning workers. Uh, I think I recall that in 2020, starting from March, they have begun to provide this uh, subsidy to cleaning workers, and that, that lasts for about seven months. So what I urge the government is to revive that sort of program, and in light of the Uh, outbreak of the Omicron. I believe that the government should do that to compensate the cleaning workers. The police commissioner Raymond Hsu has warned media organizations that disclaimers saying that articles aren't intended to incite hatred of the government will not exempt them from legal liability. Speaking on a radio program, Mr. Hsu was asked about the arrest of journalists on sedition charges and the closure of several media outlets. He said that the basic law protects press freedom, but only when journalists provide accurate information and report sincerely. I think these disclaimers are quite meaningless because if you've really broken the law, you can't hypnotize yourself into thinking that you haven't done it. Making such disclaimers is useless. The Baptist University says it's cutting ties with a student-led editorial body after the group accused the university of censorship and its members resigned en masse yesterday. Jimmy Choi reports. 
The HKBU Students' Union Editorial Board said yesterday that the university had repeatedly intervened in its editorial work, including asking it to stop using the term Wuhan virus and demanding that it withdraw copies of a recent issue of a student magazine, Jumbo. In a statement, the university expressed indignation at the board's statement, saying it had always respected the board's editorial independence. The university said it had urged the board to withdraw all published copies of an issue after getting complaints about the content and receiving legal advice that it might breach the law. It said that after considering the board's stance in this matter, the university was ending its relationship with the board and would end its right to use all facilities on campus. It also said the university would take disciplinary action against the students concerned. And on to the weather. Mainly cloudy, the weather will turn cold with one or two rain patches overnight. The minimum temperature tomorrow morning will be about 12 degrees in the urban areas. Currently, it's 16 degrees Celsius, the humidity 74%, and you've got the cold weather warning in force. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. Scientists in Britain believe they've made a breakthrough in explaining why people living with what's known as long COVID experience breathlessness. Doctors using traditional CT scans have been unable to identify the cause of the problem. But a new style of test using xenon gas found the lungs had difficulty transferring oxygen into the bloodstream as smoothly as they should. The study's joint chief investigator, Dr. Emily Fraser, says there are still a lot of questions about long COVID. What we do know is the people that quite often will go on to having this kind of chronic, relapsing, remitting symptom cause often have relatively mild COVID. And by that, I mean they weren't hospitalised. So I think there are so many questions here. And actually, it doesn't seem to be that the severity of the initial infection will predict what kind of symptom cause that you have going forward. A powerful winter storm is battering the east coast of the United States. Forecasters are warning of historic blizzards, deep snowfall, power cuts and travel disruption. 5,000 flights have already been cancelled. There could be hurricane force winds. The governors of New York, New Jersey and Virginia have urged people to stay at home. The town administrator of Situat on the coast of Massachusetts, Jim Boudreaux, warned that the area also faced the threat of flooding from an unusually high tide. The winds are really picking up. I think they're a lot sooner than we expected. So it's a combination of everything. We have high winds before. We've had high tides before. But it's the wind, it's the rain, the tide, it's the snow. It's everything all at once. The driving's not very good. We're probably going to see power outages. We're going to see water, and then we've got to clean up all the snow. The top U.S. military official, General Mark Milley, has said the Russian troop buildup on Ukraine's border is the largest since the Cold War, and a conflict would be horrific. General Milley, who's chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, said the forces Russia had assembled could cause significant casualties if they were unleashed, especially in urban areas. In terms of what we've seen in the past of Russian exercises, etc., uh, this is larger in scale and scope uh, and the massing of forces than anything we have seen uh, in recent memory. And I think you'd have to go back quite a while into the Cold War days to see something of this magnitude. The Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said Russia didn't want a war. 
To sports now, and in tennis, Ashley Barty has become the first Australian to win her home Grand Slam in more than 40 years, halting the charge of American Danielle Collins in straight sets. The world number one was 5-1 down in the second set, but came storming back to win on a tiebreak and sweep past the 27th seed to be crowned Australian Open champion. Here is what a jubilant Barty said to the crowd. I've said numerous times, I'm so lucky tonight to have so many people here that, that love me, support me. Um, pretty bloody special that mum, dad and my sisters are here. I'm pretty wrapped with that, that they could come down today. <laughs> In the men's draw, Rafael Nadal will attempt to make history in tomorrow's final when he takes on Daniel Medvedev. Nadal is aiming for his 21st Grand Slam title, which would break a three-way tie for the record with fierce rivals Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer. Medvedev, 10 years younger than his 35-year-old rival, is coming off an edgy semi-final victory over Stefanos Tsitsipas of Greece. The Russian was asked about the on-court meltdown he had after spotting his opponent's rival providing coaching from the stands. If we look back at myself five years ago when I started playing, just started playing, there was less, less attention on me, but I was, I was just insanely crazy. And you know, I'm, I'm working on it. It helps me to win matches, I know, so I, I do regret it. That's uh, 100%. But again, in the heat of the moment, I just, uh, I just lost it. The organizers of the Beijing Winter Olympics, which will begin on Friday, say they expect Olympics-related COVID cases to hit their peak in the coming days, as arrivals from abroad increase. The Games' medical chief is Brian McCluskey. We've had something like 3,000 people through in the last two days, the highest number so far, so that means we will see higher numbers of positives. But we are confident that the system we have in place is the right system, what we've seen so far, it is working well, and we expect it to continue to work well. So far, 36 new COVID cases have been confirmed. All those involved in the Games will stay in what's known as a closed loop, separating them from the public. And that's the news from RTHK.
Sleep on me, you can dream on me. We're from Ella Henderson and Roger Sanchez. Truth is, it's hard being happy. Since you cashed out and you moved out to the valley. Now you're standing alone at some party. Keep smiling, don't tell nobody. You're saying it's alright, it's okay. But you're living for the night every day hey, Feel like a shadow right now Nobody sees you somehow You gotta try, find a way You keep your head up Keeping your pride up Going. 